Welcome to the Way of the Emotional Warrior podcast. Where we investigate how to master and harness the energy of our emotions to regain our power, vitality, confidence, and quality of life. There are tons of websites, books, videos, and courses that speak about changing your thoughts and mindset. You know, three steps to this, nine tips for that. Old school personal development told us that all of our blocks come from the brain and our thinking process. However, new research proves that our thinking and decision making actually comes from our emotions. After all, emotions are energy in motion. Emotions drive our money decisions, life choices, relationships, and even our health and fitness. Having the life of freedom and joy that we all crave requires that we first master our emotional center. Welcome to The Way of the Emotional Warrior. Hello and welcome to another episode of The Way of the Emotional Warrior podcast. My name is Kai Ennis and today we're going to be answering the question of how can you create the one? Now this is really an amazing topic for me and I'm really happy to be able to share it with you. So let's take a look at it. Well, you know, I'm sure this sounds absolutely crazy, right? I mean, what do you mean you can create the one, someone? Well, first off, this is not so much about anything physical, but much more so along the emotional and interior life. So let's get started. Last week, we spoke about having to do some emotional and spiritual work within yourself so that you can meet the one. So think of it this way. Imagine that you're trying to find the right radio station. Now, back in the day, I realize this is going to you know, date me, but this is kind of wild. Back in the day, radios had an actual knob and you turned it, you know, and this wacky red or white needle, depending on the model, would move left and right, you know, from the 88s to up to the 107-ish, almost 108. Now, inside the radio, by turning this, you know, there was all kinds of levers and bands and things. What it did is it altered the ability of the radio to pick up different frequencies and different frequencies is what the different radio stations broadcast through now there were two bands for public consumption am and fm i don't want to go too far into this but you gently turned the knob until you found a station and then you took a second you decided if you wanted to listen to it and if not you turned it some more found another one but whenever you found a station that you kind of liked the song then you would go gently back and forth with the knob until the reception was the best. Now, of course, if this was inside of a car, you had to do it again pretty shortly because you were moving, which, of course, changed the quality of the reception. Good. If you did it right, guess what? You were rewarded with a great song and clear reception. In other words, you had to do some work, which was turning the dial, and the radio station on the other side did its job by sending its signals. If all was done right, guess what? Connection established. There you go. So I thought I would share how this worked for me. In another time, I was a single dad of two boys. They kept me quite busy. So dating obviously would be pretty sparse. What I found is what I think many people experience, which is that dating, you know, obviously there are fun parts to it, but like the radio example, it just didn't have the right connection. The right radio station wasn't being picked up by me if I'm the radio. 
You know when you're scrolling through various TV channels, but you simply can't find anything that grabs your attention, right? You just click, 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 click. Sometimes you even end up watching something you don't even really care about, but you simply don't have the energy to go ramp up for doing something else. Well, that's what dating was like. Very nice people. They were very nice. But I already had a very busy and established life. So I decided to take some time off from it all and started to do the work. I didn't even know I was doing the work, but I started doing the work. I had this large whiteboard and I started to write on it what I wanted in someone else. I mean, that's the easiest place to start is, you know, the outside. That's what we're trained to do. So I came up with a good list of traits. I wanted this. I wanted that. You know, the person had to be loyal. The person had to be intelligent. I mean, it's just, you know, whatever your list would be. Now, for a while, the list simply sat there. Periodically, I'd add something. I'd remove something. I would alter the order of the traits. That actually was very revealing when you decide to find the priority of things. And then it started to take on a life of itself. What happened was life-changing for me in numerous ways. One evening, I was looking over the list, and the universe sent me the idea that what I was asking really goes in both directions. Was I actually living the characteristics of the list myself? I mean, honestly, is it fair to ask anything of someone else if you don't exhibit those traits yourself? Well, here's an example. Is it okay to demand that another person be loyal and not cheat, but you would cross that line if you felt like it? I mean, that's not fair. So I gave myself the task of doing an inventory of each trait. How solid was I on any and all of those traits that I thought the one should exhibit? Now, there were obviously some moments of honesty I had to take a look at. You know, and again, this isn't the episode I want to do any of that work, but this is what I mean by doing the work. In all of the different areas of your personality, where are you out of balance? Then you step into this with honesty, integrity. You look at your shortcomings or excesses and you seek help to address them. You fix these things. This became a lot of fun. I had quite a bit of work to do. Now, this has been an ongoing project okay, for me, for sure. You don't fix this stuff in one day. And when you do, then come the next levels of how to even go further in and on and on and on. What became clear was this. If you want the one, you first have to be the one. That means you do the work, which is like turning the radio dial. You adjust yourself, the radio, by adjusting your frequency reception, by doing the work, and suddenly the right station with the right music appears, the one. In this case, the right person emerged. I knew the universe was conspiring for this to happen. The events of my meeting, my one, were really wild. Now, that's going to be another story for another time. Now, what about the kids, you might ask? Well, one day, I was walking to my whiteboard to work on my list, and I found that somebody had drawn a picture on the bottom. And the picture was of uh, the two boys, myself, with a woman. I hadn't realized that they were part of my process. They were looking at this list all the time, I guess, when I wasn't paying attention. Now... To be fair, they held veto power over my, over my final choice. That, that was for sure. And that was interesting in itself. No pressure, right, for anyone. Spoiler, after a few months, very naturally and totally unexpected, I met the one. Woohoo! So we are not only soulmates, we are halves of a much larger whole. We knew it when we met. 
I treasure what we have every single day. That list I had was just a small vision of who she is and is becoming every single day. What a wonderful journey. And I thank her for being part of mine. Good luck. Peace. Hey, thank you for sharing your time with us today. We would like to know what your thoughts are on today's topic. Please join the conversation on www.kyennis.com and at Instagram at Way of the Emotional Warrior. So have a great day and be well.